Ennio Morricone was born in Rome in 1928 into a musical family and from the age of six he was already composing. Two years later he met a boy at school named Sergio Leone. They did not become friends. Instead, at the age of 12, Morricone went to study at the Conservatory of the National Academy at Santa Cecilia, one of the oldest musical institutions in the world. It wasn't until 1964, after Morricone had been scoring films for five years, that Leone contacted him to do the music to a western he had just completed called A Fistful of Dollars. But you won't find Morricone's name on the credits. It's Dan Savio. That's because to this day, Morricone considers it his worst score. I can't say I agree because, well, I've not heard all of his other works. But then again, few people have. Morricone has scored over 400 films. Anyway, Morricone may have disliked the score, but Leone loved it and asked him to contribute to what turned out to be the Dollars Trilogy. Only thing was that Leone couldn't afford an orchestra, so Morricone had to improvise. He went avant-garde and mixed gunshots and cracking quips with trumpets, voices, fender guitars and Sicilian folk instruments. That's for a few dollars more from 1965. And that's The Good, The Bad and The Ugly from 1966. In fact, such was Leone's regard for Morricone that not only did he bring him back for every one of his remaining films, he asked him to compose first so Leone could film and edit the images around the rhythms of the music. That's one of the reasons why Leone's films have such unique pacing. Music doesn't play over the image. The image lives under the score that developed organically from the script. Film is such a time-consuming industry that a composer will compose the music and have it arranged by someone else. John Williams, Hans Zimmer and Danny Elfman, they all do it, except Ennio Morricone. That's because Morricone composes, arranges and conducts his own scores. He says he got this from his training at Santa Cecilia because in the history of music, composition is instrumentation. Obviously, Morricone is most closely identified with the Western, That genre accounts for less than 10% of his output. He works in a wide variety of genres, from historical epics to thrillers and romances to, well, let's just say that this film, The Battle of Algiers, is about the Algerian War of Independence.
I mentioned the Battle of Algiers a while ago when talking about Hollywood's reaction to 9-11. If you haven't seen it, perhaps you have already heard the music, because Quentin Tarantino used it in Inglorious Bastards, just as he used themes from the Dollar Trilogy in his two volumes of Kill Bill. Tarantino has been described as a magpie, and in a way, so is Morricone. He has never been afraid of gathering his music from a variety of sources. As I said, gunshots, cracking whips and animal noises. And they are called found sounds. But he has also blended them with blues, rock, folk and jazz. Such experimentation was given full vent in the horror films for Dario Argento. This is from the brilliantly titled The Bird with the Crystal Plumage. An acquired taste perhaps, but it shows his great diversity. I could go on and list some of the other great directors with whom he has worked. Bertolucci, Godard, Pasolini, Terence Malick. Or I could list more of the movies. That's The Untouchables. And that's Cinema Paradiso. But today, on his birthday, it's best just to bathe in the intricacies of it all. This final theme may seem classical, but that is only because Morricone has redefined our understanding of music. Here you have found sounds, symphonic romanticism, choral authenticity, indigenous South American instruments, all fused together in a score he says is his finest achievement. Morricone says it represents him completely, and who are we to argue with that? (laughs) 